Hello and welcome to Sync Floyd, the only podcast where we watch every movie to see what syncs up to Pink Floyd's Dark Side of the Moon. My name is Gareth Blackler and joining me is James Barron. Hey James. Hi, how's it going? It's James Barron here in sunny Christchurch, New Zealand. Ah, I'm in sunny (laughs) Auckland, New Zealand and just like everyone in Auckland, New Zealand, I'm staying in and recording a podcast. Yeah, that's our new uh, national pastime, I think. And that we're all trapped indoors so <laughs> why what not what a better time there's no better time to record a podcast yeah you know how your facebook group chats are all filled with great podcast ideas just get out there <laughs> fill them up yeah absolutely all right so yes as gareth just eloquently put at the opening of the podcast our mission is to watch <laughs> every film ever made yeah synced up with uh the fantastic 1973 album the dark side of the moon by pink floyd hence the title sync floyd oh such a good title what's um yeah. your relationship with dark side of the moon james oh man um i was introduced to pink floyd's the dark side of the moon uh by my father he is a big he's big into music he's got a really extensive record collection and it was one of the first albums that he um played to me on like a family holiday um just in the car you know we just listened to the entire dark side of the moon back to back it was great um yeah it's it's probably one of my favorite albums it's a really really good one nice having just heard it (laughs) two and a half times (laughs) it's still really good i'm glad that i still enjoy it uh yeah (laughs) what about yourself Um, what's your experience mine's incredibly similar except it was my dad not your dad oh good that would have been weird because i didn't know you when i was this age so it would have been really weird if i was just hanging out with your dad um yeah my dad bought it on cd and he'd play it in the car um on long road trips and i remember it like terrified me i remember going (laughs) to school i had like french class and i sat down next to my friend ben and i was just like have you heard of this guy pink floyd he is (laughs) terrifying because like all i could remember was like clocks and screaming and like all these sound effects and stuff and then it was like years later before I actually could listen to it on its own. And I was just like, oh no, this is, this is great. This is awesome. Yeah. Yeah. No, it, it, I can see how it could be very, very scary yeah. as a young kid. <laughs> <laughs> Much like the yeah. film we watched is very, very scary if you're a young oh kid God, or anyone yes. really. So yeah. for, our, for our first trip around the sun, we've um, chosen... Around the moon. Hey, that's why you're on the show. <laughs> <laughs> for our first trip around the moon to the dark side of it yeah um (laughs) we've chosen to watch 2004's um i don't even know how to begin to describe this film romance slash drama is how i would describe it me and wikipedia would describe it (laughs) as such oh brilliant um this is a film it's um probably the only film written directed and produced by tommy wiseau and mm. it is The Room, 2004. Um, yes, it's, it's uh, written by him and Greg Sestero, his uh, co-star in the movie. Yeah. Also author of The Disaster Artist. Yes. Um, a book about the movie. Have you read The Disaster Make-up. Artist? I have not, but I've seen the uh, film adaptation. I, uh, both great. Oh my yeah. gosh. I had like a real summer of The Room uh, two years ago where I watched The Room, watched The Disaster Artist, read the book watched both of them again in cinemas and that was my first seeing the room in cinema kind of experience Man. which if yeah, you get I've the chance seen it in a cinema. Uh, if you get the chance it's so good the best part is um well like every audience is quite different 
but both times I've seen it in cinemas now, um, the audience start chanting, go, 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 every time there's a panning shot of the Golden Gate Bridge. Oh yeah, there is a fair bit of that. Yeah. I think the same shot is played twice. I think it's, yes. it's shown once and then it's shown as a reverse so that <laughs> you don't notice it as much. Yeah. And only once does it actually reach the end of the Golden Gate Bridge and that's when everyone goes nuts and like oh, cheers. It's the dream. best. Yeah. Truly a highlight, the San Francisco setting of the film. Yeah. Yeah. Really, really feels like San Francisco, you know? I've been there <laughs> once and I met a lot of weird Sh- people. It sure is one room. <laughs> <laughs> I'd say it's the room, not even our room. Uh, you yes. Know? Yeah. Um, how many times have you seen the room? Oh my god. Uh, probably upwards of 20 times oh. at this point. I've seen it a lot. <laughs> I, I had a brief period where I was like showing it to a bunch of people in uh, my life. Yeah. I wa- I've seen it with my parents, which was a mistake. Oh, <laughs> uh, um, yeah. Yeah, uh, just a lot of yeah i've seen it probably more than anyone should uh <laughs> i wouldn't even say that i'm a massive fan fan of the movie like uh, but, but I, I have seen it a lot of times it is an experience to be yeah. fair, but it's 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 good to have a shared experience and i appreciate you picking it as our first film <laughs> to match with this album ah so we're we watched this separately and it would be the first time i've actually watched the room alone and mm. oh yeah. my word it kind of Especially when you're hearing the same album again during it, it sort yes. of it sort of drags us a film. Oh, it is a long one. I was checking the old timeline as we were going, and I was like, "Oh man, this is thirty minutes in." Okay. Yeah, sure. Um, yeah, no, it's a uh, it's a long one, and there's there's not a lot going on. No, but oh. but I sure did pick out several several things to talk about. So oh yes, should we crack into good. it? How yeah. how does the room hold up when you listen to it? When you watch it, sorry, on mute, subtitles on, <laughs> listening exclusively to Pink Floyd's Dark Side of the Moon. Yeah. I've just got some some notable sync-ups. Oh, yes. You know. Should we go yes. chronologically? Uh, yeah, sure. Okay. Maybe we'll I start, so. like, thematically. How does it sync for you? Like, oh, thematically? Yeah. Well, I've gone... Uh, one of my notes is that uh, Dark Side of the Moon is a concept album uh, with themes exploring conflict, greed, time, death... And mental illness. Oh. And I would say that this movie covers all those themes pretty well. Arguably mental illness. But yeah. Yeah. I would say it's pretty close in terms of theming. Um, yeah. It's... <laughs> <laughs> so, sync-wise, in, in terms of general theme, oh, that's a strong contender. Yeah. Right there. I wrote... Um, so, I realized only once I hit play that I was supposed to take notes. So, I've written on the yeah. back of an unfinished crossword... And at the top, That's... with an arrow pointing to it, I've written, it's sexy music for a sexy movie. <laughs> and I stand by that. <laughs> That's some great opening thoughts. <laughs> I really enjoy that. Oh my gosh. Also, very typical um, re- recording a podcast uh, note-taking. I-, I like that a lot. Oh, good. The, uh, you know. Yeah. Once recorded notes on the back of a bus ticket Ooh. for a podcast that I did. <laughs> Yeah, so it's relatable content. Oh yeah, Jaden Sparrow. Well, that's um, good. If this relates, to, pretty much you're the only person who will relate to the show, but hopefully sure. people will listen to it. Yeah, what a brilliant concept, eh? <laughs> anyway, uh, so first of all, we're starting the film out. We got um, we got the ticking clock noise, the heartbeat, hmm. and then the, and then clocks coming in, and various other samples from the future of the album, you know. 
and then we just launched straight into breathe right yeah over the um over it's just really really idyllic shots of uh of nature and uh mm. the city of san francisco it's honestly really nice <laughs> i really really i think breathe is probably my favorite pink floyd song yeah and, i might actually join you on that and yeah it's just just so serene seeing mm. all this stuff as we launch into the film and i was i was put at ease you know i'll <laughs> say san francisco is like another character in the room you know <laughs> Uh, yes, the city is a character trope. Yeah, oh yeah, very oh. common. Um, I love. I would say it's a, it's a frequently absent character. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't really. You just check in on it for establishing shots that then take you yeah. back to the same room you've always been in. It's a bit part role that has inexplicable sex scenes thrown in for good measure. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, as is the, as is the tone of the movie. Mm. Um, so the first very first sync that i have it's a ver- it's a minor one it's not a good one but, oh, okay. uh, don't sit down it's time to dig another one johnny just stands up as soon as that line hits <sighs> see i got that He's as well like, i wouldn't say that's a minor oh, one i thought that was probably the one of the best <laughs> that's significant yeah oh, i've got some i've got some pearlers coming oh, up mate. you are you are not ready uh. that, that that's i thought that was good starting out as this an early note but man does it get better oh yay <laughs> <laughs> um my next one was like as the scary kind of drums start is when uh, mm. Denny takes his bite of the apple, which is like oh yeah, that's um in cinemas everyone will yell out symbolism when he does that because that's when he's really you know deciding to go and perv on his friends having sex, which yeah, yeah the scariest drum is I'm needed. I'm not sure what that's a symbol of, but it is it sure is a thing. Um, <laughs> I, Denny as a character deeply confuses me. Yes, and, um, I think him appearing as on the as on the run place is actually pretty appropriate because that's one of the most intense uh songs on the album yeah in fact a lot of denny scenes happen in kind of scarier parts of the album yeah absolutely um he's yeah he's just i imagine that on the run is constantly playing on loop inside (laughs) of denny's mind yeah so denny the actor is supposed to be like i think he's actually in his 20s in this film, when, yeah. this, when this was shot, he's like mid-twenties. Something like that. Wow. Yeah, right. which, and they don't address his age, they just address that he has homework. Uh, he's supposed to be in, like, high school, I think. Yeah. He's uh, finishing high school and living with, well, not living with, living in an apartment that Johnny rents to him rent-free, basically. Or oh, rents yeah. Live in yeah. rent-free. Because he's, he's such a good man. He is. And you should Lisa marry just, him. Yeah, Lisa just can't see it, so nah. um, we'll get to that. <laughs> uh yeah i i i put my next note is that seeing um our so we had subtitles on as we watched the movie and seeing lyrics to a different soundtrack a different <laughs> oh. a different song appear on screen while characters are having sex and just seeing that and hearing pink floyd is a very jarring experience yes <laughs> very strange because that uh, uh, um that sex scene song is on youtube and i listen to it sometimes just around the house because i think it, okay. i think it slaps that one in particular yeah they're like you are my wildest dream come true it's just like yeah oh, wow. the you are my rose song yes. i think is one of the most unforgivable songs <laughs> <laughs> in a movie it, and a future note that i have says that i go into detail about how i'm so happy that i'm not hearing that song <laughs> at the moment i'm only seeing it it does like visually... just to take like a wider step back 
it changes the room like, i guess you'll say like the temperature of the room when you're yes. not hearing oh. the voices especially tommy i mean johnny's voice yeah um, yes it, the, yeah. his dialogue appears a lot more coherent than it's delivered yes in the film. for sure so yeah when it's just the the marvelous script work <laughs> <laughs> on display you can you can really follow it quite well yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> um i noticed um that some like clock sounds begin still during the sex scene yes. and it's um pretty much just hammering in that these sex scenes go on for way too long because <laughs> that was exactly how me and the audience felt it was just like yeah tick tock tick tock yeah yeah my note is these guys are completely ignoring these damn loud clocks going off <laughs> while they're having sex oh my gosh you know, eventually, sometimes... he checks the clock in the following morning scene. Yeah. He does eventually, but by then the clocks have stopped. No. Right? It's far too late. That is not a sink. Oh, rude. What a disgrace. Well, actually, my <laughs> overall theory, which it might be a bit soon to get into, is um, it's almost like they wanted to sink it, but then he started stretching out the sex scenes because mm. there's a couple points where it really is just like a minute or two out of what would have been perfect yeah yeah uh, that's, that's, what what could have been a cautionary tale in terms of sinking <laughs> your movie to yeah Floyd. um <laughs> yes uh my next one i've got uh home home again plays this is like the this but when what what is that part that's um uh that plays as soon as uh mark is entering lisa and johnny's house ah. so he's like he's entering their their home yeah but again. what will become his home perhaps <laughs> that's how it works right if you sleep yeah. with someone who has a house you get their house well yeah but yes <laughs> i think commonly that's how that's common law yeah i think yeah. <laughs> oh yeah pretty surreal yeah uh, it's uh, uh, just launching into the second sex scene in this in this uh in this film already is it's in 20 minutes yeah we've got um uh my ne oh my next one just before that actually my uh the female vocal in um great gig in the sky like just hits on as soon as uh mark removes lisa's hand from his face yes. and then they start like arguing yeah yeah, yeah. exactly when That's he realizes he's gone too far yeah that's some good stuff and yeah. it just gets more intense from there and then it calms the vocal like slows down and gets more serene when they kiss for the first time <gasps> you're so right i also noticed a little earlier um lisa turns around exactly in time with a slide guitar oh yeah i like that yeah that was good i i wasn't catching as many um audio stings as it were yeah um, that's like hard sync ups because you get yeah, kind of hurt a... you're like you notice the first couple stings that would have been perfect and then like you just stop trying to look for them you're like no no i won't i won't get fooled again but then this one got <laughs> me this one got me nice some quality stuff yeah uh what have we got next well after that we kind of get into what would be side two of the vinyl with money mm. coming in and yes again if these sex scenes had been a little shorter money would have been perfectly synced up for the entirety of the scene yeah. where they talk about money where johnny yeah, buys so roses he yeah. doesn't get his promotion yeah it's very jarring at launching in the middle of the sex scene again <laughs> yeah. but um <laughs> just just as um as the clocks and time were 
quite jarring yeah. the first time. But uh, say lovey, that's how it goes sometimes. <laughs> sometimes um, you think about money during sex, and you're yes, no one wants to. Yes, but the future scenes do match the theme of money quite well. Hmm. I think so. The the we launch into the iconic flower shop scene, uh, which has the fastest dialogue in a in cinema history. Yeah, I watching think. those subtitles struggle to keep up. Yeah, my gosh. Uh, <laughs> the line "do goody good bullshit" is what plays when he uh pats the dog on the counter for no apparent reason um, <laughs> oh that is goody good yeah it's some do goody good bullshit <laughs> really um it's pretty apt yeah patting that dog not on the script in fact no one else noticed there was a dog oh, except for tommy wiseau what a sweet ad lib i know right honestly. his pow- most powerful acting oh, absolutely <laughs> it's just a golden moment in the film yeah um so the also the tail end of money is playing when they're talking about Johnny not getting his promotion. And that's a really good match just for the themes yeah. of money and like being cheated by money. He feels like he's being used by the bank mm. and being made a fool of by them because they aren't like giving him the promotion. It's like a really good match for the theme of the, of the song, I think. Yeah, for sure. Good uh, work. Good work, yeah, everybody. There's some detective work in the yeah. movie that I'm doing. I'm, I'm, I'm putting in the work, trying to get these sinks going. Um, so the next scene is when Lisa gets him to uh, start drinking. Notably, Johnny doesn't drink, mm. and he has a, a drink. Just quick question. There's no sink about this in this scene, but does Lisa top up a glass of whiskey with vodka in this scene? Uh, scotch and vodka, yeah holy shit is that a powerful cocktail <laughs> it's mighty right um yeah if you go to the hollywood cinema in auckland and they're playing the room they'll serve you scotchka uh Jesus. don't drink it it is not no. fun that's a nightmare of a drink yeah and it's no wonder what well, like i can't believe that johnny's able to perform in the following scene like, <laughs> that's that's out of control yeah it's like having about five or six shots at once yeah and they're just sipping it, eating their pizza. Yeah. Although it's it is good they're stuff. eating their pizza during the Don't Take a Slice of My Pie song, even though it doesn't really show pizza <laughs> when he says that. I'm still pretty stoked. Pretty great. Pretty yeah. good stuff. Um, um, and then a kind of money faded out um, just as the sex scene, this third sex scene made of unused footage in the first sex scene begins, which yes. I appreciated. It's a mercifully short sex scene because yeah. they, they obviously were just reusing shots that they didn't use. <laughs> and some that they, they did. And some that they did from the previous one. Because you only really want to shoot that one once. Yeah. Um, yeah. I've got another quick note that at the end of Money, there's a little um, just a spoken word uh, bit where he says, uh, I don't know, I was really drunk at the time. Whoa. Which is pretty appropriate yeah. <laughs> for, the, for the sex scene that occurs. <laughs> Um, so the next scene is an, yet another sex scene, mate. We're just, we're just going through these, oh, we're yeah. plowing through these ones, <laughs> mate. Uh, so it's just the, well, it's arguably not a sex scene. It's the, uh, two bit part characters show up at the house. Ah, uh, yes. They're, random, yeah. they're called, um, Mike. Mike and Michelle. Yeah. Which I love because that implies that they're Michelle and Michael, which is <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just some great great oh, character i didn't even think of that that's so good yeah um i just want a quick shout out to mike for knowing exactly what kind of film that he's in yes his, his acting when he um it's golden. like his shirt gets taken off and he goes and she says arms up and he just like a child just shoots those arms straight up 
<laughs> so good. And then his face, fuck. So it is, yeah, he, he's so right. He knew, like, he got on set, he saw what was happening. He saw Tommy Wiseau directing his own film with two cameras taped together, and he was just like, all right, throwing my arms up, mm. <laughs> losing me underwears. Yeah, oh, man. His, he's, his delivery is, is pitch perfect. Yeah. He, he just knows where he is, what he should be doing, and he crushes it. Yeah, even on um, mute, I, subtitles, yeah. I found him killing it. Like, I couldn't take it's my a- eyes off him. It's a visual performance that uh, is only amplified by the dulcet tones of Pink Floyd. <laughs> do you think he did his own hair before he got to set, or do you think hair and makeup were doing it? I imagine that is his true style. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think that's his personal look. I don't <laughs> think he's in costume at all. He just walked up. <laughs> yeah. He um, wasn't even supposed to thing... act. He just walked in. Yeah, <laughs> yeah absolutely. And Tommy was like, shh, let it roll. <laughs> was that your Tommy Wiseau? Yeah, it was not good. <laughs> No. <laughs> you know, Tommy Wiseau. Uh, he has yeah. French last name. Yeah, sure. Is it French, actually? I didn't know that. I think so, yeah. That's was that adds to his mystery of where he's from. Yeah, because nobody really knows. Yeah. He's a mysterious figure in pop culture. Uh, I love sure. him. Just quickly, I want to double back. We haven't at all covered the, like, mum having cancer stuff. Oh, uh, yes. Is pretty appropriate because it's not covered by the film, really. <laughs> it's sort of brushed off. Yeah. Um... That is probably the storyline that would m- best fit, like, the themes of the the themes of the album. It's about like a confronting death, and no one is paying attention to it at mm. all in the movie. It just sort of she just says it's definitely breast cancer, and the next line is "Don't worry about it." Yeah, <laughs> which is just some good stuff. And then she just wants to talk more. She doesn't even care. She wants to talk more about her real estate struggles with her ex husband. Yeah. And then Lisa tries to say, like, focus on getting better, but nah, by then, nah. Carol, was it Claudette? Shit. Claudette's forgotten. Claudette, yes. The mum character. Lisa's mum. So uh, what we really wanted was, for this one time we were watching it with Pink Floyd, is that suddenly the camera just follows Claudette and we get to just oh, see Claudette. Just, that would, that's the dream. It yeah. just, like, lingers on her. Yeah. Like, the, there's, like, the... Both, like everyone's talking and it just fades out and we just follow her out the door. Yeah, because she is constantly leaving. Yeah, she is. She's got places to be. Yeah, that's got to be a metaphor, surely. Yeah. <laughs> I may be giving the film a little bit too much credit. Do but... you think maybe she's already dead? Because oh. her whole role is to, like, be... Um, she's like a like, voice of reason. Lisa's, yeah, exactly. And maybe yeah, she conscience. died ages ago. Lisa feels so guilty. Oh, she's acting out, that's... but she sees her mum as this perfect presence. That's some next level stuff. Yeah. That's, I mean... that's great. Oh, great, great read on the film. Thank you for that. I think, I think we can be scholars on the room. Yeah. Surely there's an online after, course we can do. After seeing it 20 times, I feel like I've been I'm mm. at least partially qualified. Um, Would this be I've, your I've strangest done... room watch experience? Uh, yeah, probably. Yeah, I, like, nothing tops the first time, but yeah. um, in terms of weirdness, because that was surrounded by close friends and we had no idea what we were in for. Did we see it for the, the first time together? Yes, I think so. Yeah. At, uh, yeah. Um, at a friend's place. And um, yeah, it's uh, just, it's st- it sure starts out like a softcore porn, doesn't it? Like, it's, <laughs> it sure it's does. Got, yeah. It's, it's, it doesn't hold back from the get-go, but then it does sort of descend into something else. Um, mm. So my next sync is one of my top ones, Gary. Oh, yes. right? this is This is a big one. There is a clean as hell scene change into... Uh, any color you like which syncs perfectly 
with Denny getting mugged on the, on the rooftop. Yes, yeah. Like that, that like the two first notes of that song hit as I can't remember the character's name. That Chris evil, R. Yes, and Chris that R, R is important. His, his two feet touch the top of the stairs yes. as that song starts, and it is golden. There's oh. a sweeping shot of Denny like looking at Chris R as he's walking up. He knows what's about to happen. Yeah. It is dramatic as hell. It's great. <laughs> it's so good. And it's because it's complete, like, um, it's a change thematically for the album as well to suddenly yes. get into, and the film to suddenly get into this, like, drug crime drama and we're like is this is this it is this what the film's really Out about nowhere it's not though <laughs> we've just established denny's backstory in a pre in the previous scene yeah i think with like lisa explaining his role and what his deal is with johnny and then immediately that is <laughs> thrown out the window yeah as we see that he's like dealing drugs question mark or buying them at least at least buying them no implication that he's doing them because everyone's just angry no. at him for like having them yeah, I, as as I, I can tell. wouldn't trust Denny to do the drugs. I think no. he'd just buy them just to just to say that he had them. Yeah, honestly. And later, like on the roof as well, um, Mark is like smoking weed. Do you think Denny is yeah. Mark's dealer? Oh, now that's a great read. If only <laughs> I like that. There's a whole um, backstory that Greg Sestero tried to write for the film to kind of keep him occupied while he was acting. That sure. um mark was a undercover fbi officer oh yeah yeah so like when you see him at the start and he's in the car with sunglasses on like mark was just like yeah i'm on a stakeout um oh, right yeah okay yeah which doesn't really he, get he, picked up he shaves his beard in the middle of the film for yeah. no reason Maybe everyone comments on it maybe that's something to do with his cover yeah exactly it got blown but luckily no one's going to recognize him with baby face <laughs> that is true uh <laughs> So have this, you seen this... oh sorry have you seen um uh greg's other film with tommy wiseau no i haven't okay it's best fiends or best friends yes. um it in was, two parts it was made far later right yeah it was made a uh, year before last oh wow okay. yeah it's um some of it is amazing like i legitimately mm. turned to my friend at the t- um friend during it and was just like i think this movie might be really good and then it, um, it, it, it tricks you, it tricks you, because then it's oh. an hour of dealing with just this really awful cowboy character. Oh. Yeah, and then it just wraps up, and then Paul Scheer shows up, which, hey, okay. yeah, here's a highlight. That's always nice to see that, man. Yeah, so I feel like that film is almost what we would be getting if it just focused on the Chris R sideline. Because <laughs> oh, there's a lot oh, of, sweet. like, yeah, dealing, wheeling and dealing and gangsters and stuff in that. Mm. so again if the camera had just stuck on chris r and followed him away we would have got a completely different film and that film does happily exist sweet oh man i have to check that one out that's yeah. maybe in a future episode oh hey oh um so this is where the first the first loop of the album ends at yes. this point it's uh it's we, we get eclipse playing right when um denny is uh basically confronting johnny about being in love with lisa yeah denny's got like a crush on her and this is kind of like a microcosm of the whole film i would say it's Mm. like a good wrap-up of the album yeah it's like about someone being in love with someone they shouldn't be (laughs) and feeling guilt over that or not as the case may be but Mm. like it's sort of like a mini version of the problems that are going to come up later in the film oh dang 
yeah and so it's a and that's why i think it's a good end to this first act yeah. of the album as it were so and the sentimental we, like all that you touch all that you feel kind of stuff happens exactly when johnny's being quite sentimental and talking about love making yeah. the world a better place yeah he launches into like a, a monologue yeah basically of uh of like yeah covering all that covering his thoughts on love and life and <laughs> yeah yeah it's a good like wrap up to the end yeah of, uh, and then uh, that's when it really hit me that oh my god we've got so much more of this film to go <laughs> <laughs> yeah we're gonna hear this help album uh one full time through yeah. and then a little bit more as well <laughs> so i'm very excited to get into that oh yeah so uh, the next bit i have is um breathe playing over the first fight between lisa and johnny yes they have like a a bit of a confrontation the you're tearing me apart lisa the famous line uh, is over the line uh run rabbit run and the song breathe as lisa tries to get up to leave ah and, like, he stops yeah. her and like shoves her back and goes you're tearing me apart like at that bit yeah and this is also where we get our first shot of the golden gate bridge uh <laughs> And it's balanced on the biggest wave is is playing. That's ah, the, the, the line that there, one. which that's a bridge over water. That's close enough, right? <laughs> yeah, that works. <laughs> yeah, and it's interesting the... that Breathe played when they were so in love, and now it plays again when they're like falling when out of falling love. Falling out of love. Yeah. yeah, pretty good. Yeah, we get to hear some clock sounds when Johnny's doing his like. Uh, hacking with the um alarm no <laughs> the what's tape it called? recorder yeah the tape yeah he's gonna record the telephone with a little uh tape deck yeah he'll show them he'll record everything yeah this doesn't come up until like right at the end of yeah the film, where i thought it would like have come up way sooner because these guys were calling each other all the time <laughs> yes, i guess that possibly. tape's really short <laughs> but then it must have been recording for like weeks yeah like because it's only he only listens to like the final dialogue that like happens anyway <laughs> yeah you've got a good point it's 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 strange that it's set up here when yeah. there's a full like 50 minutes left in the film i want to say i mean that's that's i guess you know that's how you tell a story you don't just bring out a gun and say this is chekhov's gun and then shoot someone you know you, you lay it you lay it low oh, you man. put it on a table and plug a wire into it you know that'd be a straightforward film though <laughs> yeah like it yeah, this is the perfect good. film hello hello i don't like you i don't like you this is chekhov's gun bang and then the credits roll yeah that's a that's some good stuff yeah Man, oh, you probably need to say why he didn't like him oh true yeah we would have had a flashback yes to him saying i don't like you and then there'll be like him saying that the previous day and saying why yes now we're talking <laughs> oh now you're getting artsy on the perfect film i love it oh yeah and then your yeah, credits getting... roll post credit scene um the guy who shot the guy joins the avengers perfect oh, yeah. film of course <laughs> yeah nick fury's in the background yeah they're like oh i know what's oh, gonna happen hang on there the go. easter eggs uh lisa <laughs> comes home during home home again yes i i noted this as well yes. that, that is a good sync that is an all caps like, on my notes it's when uh mark peter and johnny are all hanging out oh, peter yeah. this is his introduction scene he's the um psychiatrist yeah um yeah i love peter as a character i think (laughs) i think he's like the most fleshed out weirdly yeah he's got like a decent backstory he like get nearly gets killed at one point (laughs) for no real reason it's great and he um vanishes soon after 
and that was because he like falls the... over yeah so this happens several times people are playing they're throwing the ball around yeah and then they someone gets injured and then they either leave the film for a really long period of time <laughs> or they never come back hmm like peter just doesn't come back at the party like, like bit part character guy uh mike sorry yeah uh, he comes back at the party but he is gone for a large portion of the film. <laughs> yeah he's been in hospital <laughs> yes yeah clearly that's it why was, he's he wearing like, got, like that's why he's wearing his big like uh polar fleeces because he's in a full body cast underneath uh, yeah makes sense there you go um another part of this uh lisa literally kneels down as the line um calls the faithful to their knees whoa is, is gone. <laughs> see lisa lisa is listening as the music's playing yeah. here everyone else She's listening who knows what they're doing us. yeah <laughs> um so my next note uh great gig in the sky is playing as um tension mounts between peter mm. and mark so there's another like high tension scene with great gig in the sky playing that's but, another um, sign that greg is like turning bad it plays both times he does like a bad thing like he attacks peter yeah. and the second time he has sex with lisa the first time yes just the the vocal is like coming in really hard and again like the fight de-escalates as soon as the vocal like starts getting more serene and calm mm. like it's like both times that happens like well like the first time it's like they kiss and the like tension is dropped and then they go have sex <laughs> and this one like they fight the fight is over and they talk for a little bit and then leave <laughs> yeah so, so <laughs> yeah it's just like a, a, the tension is rising it, like reaches its climax and then and then falls back along with the vocal which is a nice sync mm. i enjoy it yeah good work Greg. Uh, okay so at the start of money People are buying coffees at the cafe, Gareth. Yes. And how are they, what are they buying those coffees with? They're buying it with money. What? <laughs> dun, 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 also, dun, dun. I'd like to note that the, um, the, the line money is said by characters both times money plays. Whoa. Yeah. Like they're talking about money at the bank thing when, mo when money's playing the first time. And then this time somebody says money they're talking about money again with the they're talking about the job again yeah the cafe greg and uh, not greg uh mark and johnny are discussing yeah it is it, that, that's probably the perfect because that's the only time like money really comes up in the album as well yeah and it's only, only those time, times yeah yeah I don't, that's the only time it shows up in the film and it's also like yeah it's it's just wild that it happens like that can't be coincidence it's gotta be <laughs> intentional like the fact that it, it comes up exactly at the same time like during the same song yeah that's wild that's that's a solid sync for me yeah. that's an a plus sync <laughs> i'm 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 glad you're giving out a plus syncs i was worried you were you're gonna be stingy with those nah man this is this is this one and the early one when oh what was it i can't remember uh yeah, the, like both money money scenes are probably the top sinks for me. Yeah, the that and the and the great gig in the sky tension scenes. Yeah, are both very strong. Uh, okay. Yeah, Lisa's. So <laughs> it feels like Lisa is listening to the lyrics, and yes. like it, the capitalism is listening to the music. You know. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so here is the real drought of the film for me. I'm uh, so glad you said that. I have no notes for ages. Yes, yeah, so the fourth sex scene happens. <laughs> and from here on, I didn't catch any sinks. And no. I was really disappointed. I was really looking. 
That's I was good. like, I, I was, I was, oh, it was very disappointing. It was a low ebb for me. In my Same, watch. yeah. Yeah, but we're, not until the party do we get any real kind of coincidence happening. See, it's times like, it's when you say stuff like this that really makes me think, oh, we're doing a science here because I too, <laughs> nothing until the party. Like if this was, if this was what people argue, like syncing things up with Dark Side of the Moon is, where it's just coincidence, then would have all kinds of like, disparities would have like oh but when they go running you're hearing like a running drum beat or something but no it is a an ebb both in the yeah, narrative yeah. of the film and the sinks it's yeah Absolutely. only pink floyd are lifting any weight for like a good 20 minutes yeah they're doing their best but yeah. the, the material they're working with is not good <laughs> no um, anyway we're gonna skip straight to the party reckon, yeah because there's just there's nothing more to be said <laughs> uh all right so during the party they're like outside well like just they get uh lisa encourages everyone to go outside yeah and and then uh starts like making out with um old mate mark uh and this is when brain damage is playing oh at, yeah at the tail end of the album and it's like the lunatic is on the grass like they're talking about basically this is the unraveling of mm. lisa as a character she starts getting they get found out by a, another random character who i don't think is named <laughs> yeah um but how nice does his tucked in shirt look oh he's great i I like this guy yeah same Um, he he has strong values and he's like (laughs) coming down on them hard yeah yeah he knows that this is wrong and uh (laughs) he's got a lot to say about it um but yeah it's just it's just sort of this just unraveling of um lisa continues on as like as we launch into uh we get the reveal that they're expecting during the song yes and it's just oh it's not good it's, it's a worrying scene <laughs> yeah because they're not expecting she just made it up to make things interesting yeah that's right oh man which then maybe did the did she learn that from the mother and the breast cancer was never a thing maybe oh man is that like a, a read on the movie that the breast cancer is a fake thing is she's just doing that for attention yeah because she cool does read. say earlier in the scene before like nobody listens to me and then lisa just isn't listening to her mm. <clears throat> i think but like, i still think she's a ghost yeah i was gonna say like we can't go back on that great read no. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's theory one this is theory two yeah you know? yeah <laughs> again this is how you know we're doing a science yeah absolutely so um eclipse is the turning point where uh mark and johnny are pushing each other starting to fight each other and uh the 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 climax of that that's quite dramatic seeing Mm. them fight each other to to eclipse um and And because eclipse oh sorry you go no go ahead okay because eclipse um played earlier when uh johnny was essentially talking about peace it's really like Mm. it's a powerful contrast the second time we get to hear it absolutely hate is all around them war has come to the room ah war has come to the room the room infinity war wow nick fury at the back in the background of the party yes the perfect movie yeah um he's holding chekhov's gun Uh, (laughs) yeah (laughs) so yeah that that closes out unfortunately and we just get the heartbeats as they are fighting each other again very dramatic um and this cuts to silence as the as the album starts its loop and then more heartbeats as it ramping up is still fighting and then they go upstairs or johnny goes upstairs retreats i noticed like, uh, lisa yells out it's over uh slightly late yes. but she didn't have any lyrics to give her a cue but it was it was close, close enough yeah i'll give it like Again, a c plus sync 
Yeah. Okay. Short, shorter sex scenes would have allowed for a better sync. Yeah, um, you're speaking my language. Yeah. Um, okay, so in our second play, um, Lisa is packing to leave and uh, I th- probably move in with Mark, I'm not sure, as the line, <laughs> uh, leave, don't leave me. Yes. Play, which is good stuff. And breathe. Um, and then the footsteps of On the Run uh, are just kick in and like on the runs the the driving track with the mm. the hard drums and stuff but then there's some like footsteps and like strange samples throughout the footsteps uh coincide with her running down the stairs and leaving johnny oh dang good good catch yeah yeah, yeah. That, that's like a minor like audio that's probably my only audio cue <laughs> one that i caught but I, yeah. I was pretty impressed by that one um it's really i thought this song re- is really matching the anguish yes. that johnny is feeling here it's it's just he's destroying his own apartment and it's just ramping up more and more and more yeah it's johnny versus the room you know the mm. soul of the character versus the name of the film and i found his rampage ends exactly when the song ends and we get into the um the simp or the simp solo ends yeah yes and we get a bit of silence as he dare i say shoots himself spoiler alert yeah i I didn't see a perfect sync with the gunshot unfortunately no i don't know if that's unfortunate or not but (laughs) i wanted to hear like a pink floyd just go like bang yeah unfortunate for us from a scientific perspective i thought yeah it was a bit of a shame (laughs) but anyway um i the then we get time starting up and uh, all the clocks are going off as when uh lisa and mark are yelling at johnny to wake yeah. up when he's dead on the floor which we're is hearing so- alarms when they're alarmed oh nice yeah that's a, that's great stuff <laughs> oh way to go tommy yeah <laughs> oh, bloody good god oh. on, that's great that's directorial insight yeah uh, nice <laughs> Uh, finally, we get the the final shot of the movie. It was just a slow, like Denny comes in, crashes in. We're still getting the, the old, we're getting time playing. Mm. You get a slow zoom out above Johnny dead, and then cut to the credits as the solo of time is yes. just roaring in. A rock and guitar solo, like every film yeah. should end with. Yes. Oh, big yeah. agree. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. So that's the film. Yeah. Uh, so it takes it- us what two album two full albums and then three four songs yes yeah uh, to to wrap up the album three and a half really yeah yes um but yeah um overall sync rating of about i want to say about six out of ten nice that there was that low ebb there yeah and at the in the mid like late section of the movie like oh yeah just after the middle climax but where we had a great sync but yeah yeah six out of ten so ten, yeah and it's not really Pretty anyone's great. fault that's just a lull in the film like pink floyd probably showed up to the studio and we're like well what are we going to do with this we kind of had nothing to do let's just mm. write more of our classic hits <laughs> yeah i'm gonna agree i'm gonna give this a six out of ten. Ah, sweet yeah we so, line up exactly um i just want to i want to say a quick thing if they um i'm i'm not going to be able to say that it was pink floyd's intention to sync up their album with the movie the 2003 movie the room <laughs> oh, unless we get a cool. perfect 10 out of 10 that's, yeah that's my sweeping statement um, until we get a 10 out of 10 i'm gonna say it wasn't intentional okay i know that's a high bar but i reckon <laughs> i reckon no, i've got to set my standards fair. in stone here yeah we've got to get the perfect sync for me to say that it was 
completely intentional. So you're saying this, every great sync we had was a coincidence. I'm saying I'm saying it wasn't intentional on Pink Floyd's part. Ah, it may yes. be it may have been intentional on um, on uh, Tommy Wiseau's part. But and I please, I Tommy, if you're listening, call in and let us know. Absolutely. Um, yeah, I can't speak to. I can't speak to Tommy's thoughts, but I'm going to say that it wasn't Pink Floyd's. <laughs> okay, thank unless, you. Unless it's a 10 out of 10. Yeah, that seems very fair. All right. So, Is yeah. Anything? I found the final play of the album was when it synced to the best. Yes, Yeah. I would agree. And probably if I was to rank the like run-throughs of the album, that final third of it would be the best sync, and then the first one, and then the second one, which only had its couple great moments. Yes, the, that that second that second run through the album was where the low ebb occurred. Yeah, and so I have to agree. But it does thematically match the movie in that essentially all the action and like all the iconic scenes as well for like the meme lords to enjoy happen in the first <laughs> third, and yes, then absolutely. a lot of the second third is a repeat. Like they just talk about these previous scenes. They have sex scenes made up of old footage. Just, yeah, nothing really happens. Although we do get, like, Johnny's world beginning to fall apart and him notice it, which he didn't notice in the first run-through of the album. That's true. Yeah. It's, it's, it, like, it lets you in easy, really. It's like he's trying to... He's he's figuring it out along with the, the loops of the album. As the, yes. as the album layers itself in, the more he realises. Yes. Mm. He realises he, too, is trapped in a repeat. <laughs> Holy shit. Yeah. <laughs> Oh man, it's great stuff. You got anything else to add, Gareth? Uh, wrap it up. I'm afraid I don't. No, I think yeah, yeah, I think we've nailed it. I think a six out of ten, not intentional sync, is yeah. what we get with this one. That's right. We've uh, yeah, I think we've covered this pretty succinctly. Yeah. Um, all that's left to do is um, we've got to choose the next movie. Yes. That we're going to be syncing it up, and I've got I've got a, I'm so I've excited. So I don't know what you're going to choose. So this is yes, big for me i've got one in mind um i want us to watch i want us to sync up next the 2009 film moon directed by duncan jones oh starring sam rockwell yes okay just because just i know it's a little on the nose <laughs> but i reckon that's gonna have some quality syncs for us yeah ah oh, that is a good call what do you reckon yeah you yeah. keen for that because the oh, 70s great. rock star connection the moon connection yeah. Ah, perfect. All right. Sweet. So look forward to that next episode. And until then, uh, I'm, I've been James Barron. Uh, I've been Gareth Blackwell. And this is uh, Sink Floyd. Yeah, we'll, Thanks very much. we'll see you on the dark side of the moon. Ah, uh, see you on the dark side of the moon. Bye. Bye. <laughs>